Hello, hello, hello. Freaky motherfuckers. My primates, what's up? Listen here. Couple of things. I know there's an intro songs that starts here. Uh, last episode, we started with an advert. Now, there's a couple of things. One, apparently, uh, by calling you funky primates, I got some feedback that that sounded like John, Joe Rogan somehow. How the fuck? What, is it because the ape thing? Because you know, this has been around for a long time. Uh, so... I don't know. I was pigging off the back of mates. In Australia, we say mates is a lot. So I just thought I'll put the prime, you guys being the prime mates. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? It doesn't. You know, I'm a fucking primate. I don't know. Secondly, you're going to hear swearing on this podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. You made it. Well done. But you're going to hear some swearing. Second of all, um, Perfect. fuck that brand. It's expensive as fuck. You can go to the last episode and use our promo code um, to purchase something if you like. But I can't... Actually, I don't give a fuck. Well done 20 is the code. If you go to California Apparel... Com, I think that's the website. You can get 20% off still. Go there, do it. Intro song, we're going to have to change that because I don't have the royalties to it. I thought it's a fitting song, but uh, apparently, you know, the copyrights and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? But that's fine. It's okay. I understand. We'll get over it. We'll find a new intro we'll say fuck you to the copyright and we'll continue the show because that's what we do here. We keep the ball rolling. We are in search of either a sports brand or a well done uh, sex toy brand. I think I think that encapsulates the show perfectly. If we can find a cool sports brand um, and a sex toy brand that encapsulates the entire show, that will be really good. I want to find a brand that uh, really talks to me as a person and um, really brings out my authentic light. Anyone that says, like, I want to be authentic is not being authentic, right? Because if you're just being authentic, you're being authentic. I don't know. But we're getting into this episode. Well done if you have made it this far. Congratulations. You have leveled up. And to all my primates that has continued from the first episode all the way up to here you guys are becoming cult status i feel ya i'm getting some shit together i'm putting some merches together i'm doing some giveaways uh and uh, that's going to be at the back of my own money because we only have one sponsor but i guess we just fucked that shit up just then so now we're back to no sponsors but I don't give a fuck. Let's get it. You're listening to the Well Done Podcast.
love that sound. It sucks that we gotta get rid of that intro, eh? I'm not too happy about it. It's just such a good song, dude. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Well Done Podcast. Well done. We made it. I hope you had a good week. I certainly did. I got a new camera. Um, which I've always been meaning to get. Like, I had this awesome camera, but just for general purpose use, it was just not good. So, hopefully the snippets will be better. It's so crazy because this camera that I got is so much cheaper than my last camera. And it's just the quality, I reckon, is just way better. I don't know. We'll have to see. But I'm a Canon guy. And I love it how, like... Remember remember when everyone was... Oh, cameras are gonna... Like, there's no need for cameras anymore. We have smartphones. Uh, we have these things called smartphones. Well done. Which essentially is just an Android in our pocket that we just give all of our information to. And uh, in return, it provides us with pointless information that we necessarily don't need. And it provides us connectivity uh, to spy on other people. Because if it was just providing connectivity, like a Nokia 3310 provided us connectivity. So, I don't know. But cameras have stuck around and they have stuck around in a big way. And I feel like the future of cameras is to integrate with social media. That's what I reckon. I reckon instead of, sure, we got our phone camera, they're great, and our current cameras have Wi-Fi on it where you can send your pictures or you can send your video directly to your phone to post, I think... If Canon, you're listening, or if Lumix, you're listening, if Sony, you're listening, you guys need to look at social media posting directly from your PowerShot cameras. You know, just a multi-million dollar idea uh, that if whoever's first to do it uh, will get a lot of money. Uh, but you don't need to give me any. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I got my product and I will use that. Now, I know that was an awkward silence, but I live in awkward silences and I keep hearing a fucking noise that is doing my head in, but I can't pinpoint what it is. Have you guys ever had that? You're just like sitting there, especially late at night and you're just sitting there trying to go to sleep and you just hear this little fucking noise and it just does your head in. And you, and, and you always hear shit when you have something important to do the next day. It's, it's like, oh shit, I need to do this. I need to be up early. I need to be on my A game. And then you go to, go to, go to sleep. <laughs> and that was a little hopscotch and a just, I hate people that like when you when when they when they screw up something that they were saying they just go Oh yeah, I just went to the other You know the people that do that? 
<laughs> Yo, your brains are weird, man. <laughs> and that's coming from me. That's big. <laughs> See, just just reset. Just reset. We don't need your crazy. You know what I'm saying? Just just reset what you're saying. Calm down and say it again. Say it again. <laughs> but yeah, when I'm, it's always when you have something to do early in the morning and then you go to bed and then you're sitting there and you're trying to go to sleep and then there's a noise out of nowhere. It wasn't there yesterday. It wasn't there before. But it's there now. And yeah, so I'm hearing that noise right now. Producer B, Breezel, Breezel, Breezel is back from New York. He's not with us today, you lazy motherfucker. It's all right. I can run the ship myself, okay? I did it while you're away. I can do it right now, okay? Okay, okay, okay. It'll be great for you to bounce things into my ear, but, you know... We can do without, okay? We can do without. I prefer going crazy anyway. You can't say that. You can't say... <laughs> if we had... Uh, <laughs> the amount of times that I've heard you can't say that is amazing. Is actually amazing. But when you think about it, why can't you say it? Why? Why can't you say it? Whatever it is that you're saying, this isn't even specific to anything. It's just that I've heard, ever since I started this podcast, I've just heard, you can't say that. You can't say that. You can't say that. Mate, I can say whatever the fuck I want. Perfect. That's the beauty of it. And that's our human right. You can say whatever you want. I don't. I don't understand. Like this, this culture of like not hurting other people's feelings. If you have a suggestion or an opinion, it may hurt someone's feelings. Now that's not your fault. That's the person's whose feeling is that's the person the other person is allowing themselves to feel a certain type of way do you know what i mean for example i was i've been in f for no reason for uh, i shouldn't even i know i shouldn't but i still respond right there's troll pages right on twitter wherever and i've noticed i say right a lot i'm going to i got to try and change that so take trolls for example i've been in wars with trolls online because uh, I was bored or I'm just laying there doing... Well, technically, that's bored anyway. So, I was bored, full stop. And then they've taken pictures, done this, photoshopped this. It's just a, a battle. Internet. It's just... It is what it is. Now, I can decide two things. I can decide, oh, I'm going to be hurt by this. Or I can decide this is meaningless to the rest of our lives. Like the thing, the thing that people hold on to or is just in their brain nature, I feel is... And I hate when people say, I feel. I just did it and I don't like it. I don't... Yeah... I don't know. I don't know why. Because when you say "I feel," there's no real rebuttal. It's a feeling, right? 
And it's exactly what we're talking about right now. So, I just think you need to assess situations and not take everything personal. So, everyone lives in their own bubbles and we've created this bubble through social media, uh, through people we hang around with, through things that we like. I, I love MMA. I love boxing. I love fighting in general. Not street fighting. I think that's dirt. But I love competition fighting. Um, And other people might not like that. And they might feel like it's brutal. And that's okay. That's okay. I'm not going to sit here and try and change your mind about something that it's obvious that you don't really care about. Now, what's also not going to happen is that something that you don't care about, you're not going to go ahead and make me upset because you don't care about it and you think it's brutal. I'm going to be open-minded enough to not feel hurt by you not liking something that I do like. You, you get what I'm trying to say? Toasty! Hmm. I don't know what that has to do with uh, producer Breezel being back. But um, he's back. He'll be on the next episode. Uh, hopefully we'll get on the mic this time. We'll see. We'll see. Well done. He was at, he was in Texas to, he went to, so, um, producer Breezel's black and he went to a white, um, uh, not white supremacy, but like a full white motorbike show. (laughs) So we'll see his experiences with that. Apparently, the the girl at the door was like, are you sure you want to go in there, mate? (laughs) He's like, yeah, I'm Australian. (laughs) Australians Australians don't give a fuck, eh? That's what I love about Australians. We seriously just don't give a fuck. Like, we'll go to Russia. We'll go to fucking some white supremacy shit in Texas. And we'll just be like, we're Australian. And they're like, hey, those fucking crazy cunts. <laughs> oh, I love this country, eh? I love this country. I love the people in it. I love, like, the, the builders' culture, like plumbers, builders, um, bricklayers, electricians, the that it, concreters that entire culture of our builders culture where other countries that's seen as like the minority of minority um in terms of pay and everything in australia it's you get paid a lot for it and it, it just makes the culture of it more hilarious <laughs> and uh, yeah uh uh I fucks with it because I was doing that shit when I first came over to Sydney. I had to like be on the building site and the WhatsApp that you get, the WhatsApp messages make everything, dude. They make everything. And I'm still got some of those. Um, I'm still in part of the, some of those groups and they're so funny. They're so funny, dude. But yeah, um, Another thing that I wanted to address was the, um, like, I I said on one of the episodes not too long ago, I said, uh, I will be uploading every Wednesday night. That was, that was the schedule that I was supposed to stick to. And I know things have been completely irregular. So I've had 
podcasts upload on Sunday nights and either Tuesday or Wednesdays. So the thing is that we don't have a scheduled time. So I said that because I want to put my mindset into sticking to some of that. Um, but I don't know. I just, I just can't do it. Something about my brain just be like, oh, yeah, if you have to do that, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. That's my brain. My brain's like, oh, you, you've just sent a message up to me that we have to do this on this day at this time. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. <laughs> so subscribe is what I can say. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Because then you will get a notification when the episode is up. We do an episode every single week without a doubt. We'll definitely do one episode every single week without a doubt. Uh, We got a second episode... Every now and then on the same week. But one episode minimum will go up every single week. Now, I don't want to just say it's going to go up on this date because as I just explained, my brain for some reason doesn't work that way. Um, So, and I, I absolutely love doing this. That's why I do it every single week. But it's just hard to find the time um, that I can get other people in it as well. And just because I'm not uploading doesn't mean that we're not working behind the scenes on other things. I'm trying to do this, like, uh, this short. So I've purchased the welldonepodcast.com domain and I thought it would be just a normal domain purchase but what the fuck dude that shit was expensive and GoDaddy fuck you that's right fuck you because this is what they did right no one owned welldonepodcast.com and then when I go to buy it it says this domain is parked. And I'm like, okay, this domain drives. It's got itself a parking spot and it's put itself there. And I've used GoDaddy for other things, other domains for other businesses that, you know, have fucking failed. That's right. You just got to get up and keep going, right? But... I've used for other businesses that have failed and other little side projects that are still going on. Now, I go to purchase welldonepodcast.com because I want to put merch on there. I want to put articles on there, maybe even a forum on there. Uh, I don't know what I want to do with it, but I wanted the domain because I also wanted the at welldonepodcast.com to send emails out for collaborations and also I want to do this short doc which I'll get to in a second. I go and I check out Crazy Domains and these motherfuckers, no, not Crazy Domains, what the fuck is Crazy Domains? That's another one. Yeah, no, GoDaddy. So I go on GoDaddy and I go, Welldonepodcast.com. I go to the podcast page. It's parked. There's, it's saying that no one owns it. But then when I go to purchase it, GoDaddy owns it. And then they go, oh, you have to pay a finder's fee. I think it's uh, whatever it's called. It's called some finder's fee, dude. And then I'm like, excuse me? It turns out that 
the domain company purchased that domain and now owns it and then is asking for some finder's fee. Sorry, the broker service. And do you know what they're asking for in this broker service? This is what's going on in the background, by the way, um, of the podcast. They're asking for, on top of paying for the domain itself, usually a domain should be less than 20 bucks. This is over $100. And then they're asking for 325 to 3500 as a broker's fee for finding or holding this domain. I just don't get it, eh? So I emailed them. And, um, yeah, I said, fuck your broker's fee. How about that? So I'm waiting for them to get back to me. But hopefully we'll have that as well. Um, which won't help the regular posts, but that's just what's going on in the background of the irregular posts. And dude, like I don't wanna it's 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 I'm in a weird predicament, right? Because I love doing this. And I want to have guests, and I will have guests. But the thing that, I, like, I don't want to market it and do all of that things. I want it to be like a side of the internet where that's why I want the forum on the website. I want a side of the internet that we don't have to be subject to this PC culture where other people are getting hurt from you saying something. Like all this alien talk that's going on at the moment after um, Bob Lavar went on the Joe Rogan podcast and he also has that Netflix documentary out. There's people out there that is like, he's full of shit. And there is no alien uh, technology or aircraft. Then there's other people out there that saying, what do you mean he's full of shit? He's a scientist that worked at the place and there's this, 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 this and this. And then they're going at these people. And then these people essentially shelter up and vote for Trump. That's... That's what happens. That's literally what happens. I just want people to listen to this podcast and not get, not, not, what's the right term? It's not not get their feelings hurt. Listen to this podcast with an open mind. Be here with an open space. You can talk about anything you like on the Future Forum. Um, it doesn't have to be your... You can have whatever anonymous alias you like and... Have your opinions, because at the end of the day, opinions matter, dude. People try and block that out. People try and feed these, these ideologies, I guess is the word, into other people and uh, with saying that there is no other train of thought. That is so... Barbaric. And I just don't understand it. 
I'd love to understand it, but I just don't understand it. And we took a look at statistics of the podcast and um, we see that Spotify, you Spotify listeners, yo, you guys are 60% of the listeners? Like what? Fuck what is going on? Dude. Um, yeah, that's Spotify's killing it. Eh? I didn't even know. I use YouTube music. Like the reason why I use YouTube is because um I probably should watch less YouTube than I do, but I love YouTube creators. Um yeah, so then I purchased a fifteen ninety nine with YouTube, and you get the music app. You get no ads, uh, and you can also close the app, and things still play, and you get YouTube Red as well, which is their own mini Netflix type of thing. All of that for the same that I was paying for Apple Music. Now, my uh, uh, Apple podcast, you guys are 30% of our listeners. So, shout-outs to you guys as well. Um, I fucks with you guys. Google Podcasts, you, you guys are 1%. Like, the fuck are you doing? Get your shit up. Let's be honest. And then the rest is just other. I love when you're when you're when you're doing when you, when you're filling something out and it just says other. I love putting other in there. But yeah, uh, Spotify is killing it at the moment. They have that whole battle against Apple, which apparently the those apps like Spotify, anyone that's on the which I get their point of view. Anyone that's, any app that is in the app store, you have app tax. And that shit is 30%. 30%. So there's this whole war with Spotify and Apple at the moment that, Spotify is saying, well, it's a conflict of interest because you're the platform and you're also the direct competitor of the product. So apparently there's an app store tax that's around 30%. That's what uh, Spotify first came up with. And then Apple came back and was like, no, it's not 30%. Uh, Spotify only pays 15% uh, app tax. And it says on just 0.5% of its 100 million premium users, 100 million premium users. Well done. Or around... 680,000 customers. So Spotify has 100 million premium users? Dude, how many people use Spotify? How much is the premium price? The premium plan costs $9.99 a month. Dude, what? How much is that? Dude, that is crazy. That is crazy. 
to Spotify per month. That can't be right. I, like, that doesn't hit my brain right. So it's $9.99 a month. But, and they have 100 million premium payers. Is that 999 million dollars? Dude, that's nearly a billion dollars a month? What? That's crazy. Is that that's crazy. What? Let me read that again. Specifically, Apple's filing says that Spotify only pays a 15% app tax revenue share on just 0.5% of its 100 million premium subscribers. And nine ninety nine times a hundred million is nine hundred and ninety nine million per month, dude. Per month. Is that not ridiculous? That is crazy. I didn't know they made that much money, bro. What? What, dude? That is crazy. So Apple's saying that, yeah, they only pay half the app tax, where Spotify is saying that, well, they are a direct competitor of ours and you want us to because not only do you need to give them this uh, tax you also give them the analytics and information of the application um, and Spotify's yeah saying yeah you guys are competing with us and you want us to give you our information, which is a complete conflict of interest. So, Apple has responded to uh, Spotify's complaint filing. So, they, they filed a complaint in uh, the Court of Europe, some international shit over there. I don't know. I don't know. And then they say... After using, this is what Apple's responded to Spotify with. After using the App Store for years to dramatically grow their business, Spotify seeks to keep all benefits of the App Store ecosystem, including the substantial revenue that they draw from the App Store's customers, without making any contribution to the marketplace. At the same time, they distribute the music you love while making ever smaller contributions to the artists, musicians, and songwriters who create it. Even going so as so far as to take these creators to court. Has Spotify really done that? So, and it continues... Apple's approach has always been to grow the pie. By creating new marketplaces, we can create more opportunities, not just for our business, but for artists, creators, entrepreneurs, and every crazy one, inverted commas, with a big idea. That's in our DNA. It's the right model to grow the next big app ideas and ultimately it's better for consumers. That was their response to Spotify. 
So essentially they're saying Spotify wants to grab all the benefits out of the app store without paying anything into the ecosystem so uh, Apple can essentially make the marketplace better. Okay, I feel them on that. And at the same time, apparently they're not paying artists, musicians and songwriters as much as Apple. We need to pull that shit up. Uh, how much does Spotify pay artists? I'm going to say streaming services so we can get a whole thing, an idea of where everyone sits. So essentially Apple's saying that they pay the artists more than uh, Spotify does. Yeah. So, sorry for the pause there. I'm just reading this. So, um, yeah, it's saying that Spotify uh, pays 0 0.00331 per stream where Apple pays 0.00495. The one that pays the least is YouTube. Um, however, they get the more per songs. So YouTube pays 0.00028, but streams per song is 2,145. Average, where Apple is 123 and Spotify is 184. I don't really get all of that. Um, but at the end of the day, Apple's right. So they pay more than, than Spotify does to creators. And then Apple says that they also took artists to court. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm not too sure what Apple's on about. Whoa, here we go. Spotify sued music creators after a decision by the U.S. Copyright Royalty Board required Spotify to increase its royalty payments. What? When the Music Modernization Act became law, there was hope it signaled a new day of improved relegations between digital music services and songwriters. That hope was snuffed out today when Spotify and Amazon decided to sue songwriters in a shameful attempt to cut their payments by nearly one-third. Damn, boy. Damn. Yo. That's crazy. So, am I going to get fucking sued? I'm on Spotify. My intro song is essentially a copyright song. However, I'm not profiting from this. Because I choose not to have 
sponsors at the minute. Hence why I need to change my intro song. Dude, it's a crazy world out there, eh? It really is. I don't, like... Fuck these big corporations, dude. You're making $999 million a month. A month. A month. How much would it cost to stop world hunger? How much would it cost? Does anyone know? The UN estimates ending world hunger each year would cost $30 billion. So ending world hunger since 2003 would have cost $330 billion. Just Spotify alone is making... $12 billion a year. Then they pay out to artists and whatever, whatever, whatever. But we're just going to talk revenue right now. I don't care what your gross profit is. Because if you donate, you can claim back on tax because it's charity. That's, I, also, I also don't get this whole, like, charity is... This is why I want to make this uh, an entire sort of um, free speech location, right? Because a lot of people will get pissed off and I'm not educated enough to speak on this. But then again, I don't care. These are my thoughts and you're getting them free flow. I'm not writing this shit down. Charities are a way of businesses to essentially put money into and claim it back. So if you don't use the charity, you essentially have to pay more in the tax sense. So you lose money if you don't give money. The issue that we have is that, and that's that's sort of a great system to an extent because it makes you give donations and everything else, which is a great thing. And if it's to the right organisation, that's going to the right people. Now, the issue that we have is that it, it for some reasons, charities sink money. And I don't know why. It's like you, you give them money, they go and spend it, but they don't spend it in a way that creates and rebuilds and generates more money, if that makes sense. I love what Kiva is doing. If you guys know, there's an organization called Kiva. K-I-V-A. It's an organization that I work with um, in a personal sense. Um, and I just really, really, really like what they're doing. It's a non-for-profit organization that operates on microloans. So essentially there's these... Young entrepreneurs um, out there in third world countries and some of them make pillows, some of them make books and you essentially go onto this website, uh, I think it's kiva.com, let me get that up for you guys, kiva.org and um, and then you create your profile and your lending profile and you put money in there and essentially you look 
you can it's a whole platform where you can look for different types of projects so you can see a fisherman that's trying to do something sell sell his fish and trying to open up a store there's a woman that uh, knits things and she's got her small business and the money that you put in there is a microfinance and it goes to them and they repay your money back after they've made their profit. And it's, it's their, their slogan is um, to... Let me pull it up so I'm not butchering this. Kiva's mission is to connect people through lending to alleviate poverty. And that's how I feel charity should be. Like, but then there's people like, oh, you're getting your money back. No, I'm not getting my money back. It's going to stay in there and go to another person. And if they can't repay it back, oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. I'm fortunate enough that I'm not suffering. And people have issues with that. I don't get why. It's like, well, you're not giving them the money. Yeah, I am. I'm giving them the money to establish a small business within their community for them to repay back the money so they have a goal to to work towards too. And by the time they pay back the money, they have at least built a little something. And then my money will go to another person that will then build their little something within their community. And then they'll give it back and then I'll give it to another person. Now, if that person fails to, you know, his, his or her small business fails... Well, bad luck. Bad luck. Definitely. For not I'm not saying bad luck on them like hopefully they they get they they can grow their business. It's bad luck for me, right? Because I lose my money. But that's the beauty part of the charity of it. And that's why I really like Kiva. And I think more people should use it. Uh, it's been around since 2005. And I just think they're an amazing organization. And that's the way charity should be. Because I've given something, someone else has built something, and they can continue to build within that community. Then that community thrives. Someone else builds something where charity as we know it, is just giving money to some random entity. You'll raise $100,000 and then you'll give it to some foundation and you don't know where the fuck that's gone. But then you feel good. And where these organizations fuck the system is that then they can claim back as charity. And that's where I don't understand the model. Maybe I'll have an interview with someone in future that can explain that to me. Because, yeah, I really don't get it, eh? I really don't get it. We're going to get into some sports. Um, if you are new here, uh, we this is also... Uh, this is an MMA show at the end of the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. I certainly have. Uh, number one Australian podcast in the comedy space. And uh, let's see if we can hit comedy and sports. We got stats to back that fuck out of here. I do appreciate you guys. And those that are sticking around, let's get to it. I'm trying to understand exactly what happened last week. 
I know we talked about uh, the Artem Lobov versus Pauli Malinagi fight. But I'm having withdrawals from it. And I don't think I spoke about it. It was still too fresh in my mind. Um, the last episode we do, did was directly after that fight. And just something about it doesn't stick well with me. And I'm coming to the conclusion, which is a very, very crazy conclusion. Um, I don't want to get challenged by boxers. I don't want anyone cutting sick as me as at me. And as I said, this is a thought flow podcast. So, which means don't get offended because I don't know any better on anything. So, I'm finding that boxing is not an effective fighting art. Which is crazy. Now, let me explain myself. Because if you train boxers, and especially if you're listening and you don't train at all, like you don't train anything, don't go up to a boxer and be like, oh, like, you're not an effective fighting art. No. Don't do that. You most likely get knocked the fuck out. So don't do that. Oh, I heard it on the Well Done podcast. Don't make me look bad either. All right? Actually, do say that. And then let them come over and actually listen to what I'm about to say. Now, why am I saying that Boxing isn't an effective fighting art. One, anyone can be a boxer. You got boxers left, right, and center. You can you can all be boxers. Now, secondly, a two-time world champion. A two-time, yeah? Pauli Malinagi uh, was a two-time champion? Two weight classes. So he held world championship in two weight classes. Um, he went up against... A guy that was 14 and 15? Let me just check this motherfucker's MMA record. Thirteen wins, fifteen losses. I gave him an extra one because I thought um which is interesting. So, does bare knuckle not count to your record? Well, I guess it's not MMA, so I guess it shouldn't count. So, a 13 and 15 MMA fighter went and boxed a world double weight world champion and beat him. In boxing, that's not even in fighting. Bare knuckle, essentially, there's there's some clinches, but even during that fight, the the clinches were being broken up a lot. So there wasn't even too much clinches. It was essentially a boxing match. Now, the difference in bare knuckles to a boxing match that Paulie sort of uh, didn't, didn't really understand is that it's two minutes. It's very short. 
It's not 12 rounds. So in boxing, you can let go of those one first round, your second round, and um, go after that. But he didn't even go after that. And it seriously tells me that, especially after the fight when Paulie was, like, thinking he should have won. Like, what? What? You think you should have won? Dude, did you watch the fight? Obviously not because you were in it. But what? And now when I say that uh, boxing is, um, I mean in a sense of fighting, in a sense of holistic fighting. A boxer will beat a boxer. A boxer will beat someone that doesn't train at all. Will a boxer beat a kickboxer in a fight? Will a boxer beat a Muay Thai person in a fight? Will a boxer beat a wrestler in a fight? I don't know. I'm not too certain after that bare-knuckle fight. And it's something I'm interested in now. You guys can hit me up on whatever platform and help me out because that's my thought pattern right now. Because a 13 and 15 MMA fighter that, sure, he's beaten some good guys, but he's also lost as well. And, sure, he's lost... He's also lost to average guy as well, is what I'm trying to say. And he's also lost by decision. So, yeah, a few of them could have went his way. Um, but they didn't. They didn't. And then he's not versing Paul, Paulie Malinagi in a, in a box, uh, in an MMA match. He's versing him essentially in a boxing match. That's what bare knuckle is. Boxing match with some extra clinching. And he didn't even get the extra clinching. And Pauli Malinagi in boxing has a record of 36 and 8. 36 wins, 8 losses. And he just lost in boxing to an MMA fighter. 13 wins, 15 losses. I just don't know what to make of it. I'm trying to figure it out. I'd really like... Here's the thing. Here's another thing that supports that argument, right? Another one is now I can almost be certain, especially after Paulie came out after the interview and said that he won, I can almost be certain that Conor McGregor beat him in the boxing match and he wasn't lying. When all those videos and the footage got uh, released and... Paulie's like, release the entire thing. Release the entire thing. Well, those snippets were real. You need to at least acknowledge that those snippets were real. And he's saying that he fell and all this stuff. Well, mate, now you've lost to Artem Lobov. Who beat you at your own game. And that's the thing. So then you can you can see that MMA fighters in a fight will beat a boxer. It'll be interesting. So 
Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather, if he ever was to go into the UFC, probably never going to happen and he'll tease that until he's dead because he loves relevancy. But if he was to go into MMA, I don't think he would beat anyone. And that's the greatest boxer of all time. So I don't know where boxing sits with me right now. Would love your opinion. Um, I'm going to leave it there. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. I will see you guys next week. Perfect. Peace.